Hello, parents, homeschoolers, and teachers. Trusty narrator here from the Who Smarted podcast. Our 15-minute episodes are perfect for car rides, bedtime, break time, class time, or any time. We make learning science and history fun and funny for 7 to 11-year-olds with new episodes every week. Look for Who Smarted on any podcast platform or at whosmarted.com. And teachers get a free subscription to our ad-free version by clicking educators at whosmarted.com. Today, some exciting news. We are taking this show on the road. Find out where we're going and how you can come along. Then from that 70s show to that 90s show, Deborah Jo Rupp is here. And the former Wall Streeter who took her money talk to TikTok. Vivian, too, has tips for you. It's today with Hoda and Jenna. It all starts right now. Everybody, it is Monday, a beautiful day. It is January the 9th. We got a big announcement coming up. Oh, by the way. It's, it's big. We're taking this show, this baby right here. We're taking it on the road, mm-hmm. packing it up, and heading out. We're going to tell you where we're going in a little bit. I can't wait. I feel weird because I have a cert in my mouth, and I know it's not a it's cert. It's not a cert. They don't even make certs, certs anymore, are, do they? No, no, they don't. But I feel embarrassed that I just had to take that out and put that there. But mm-hmm. you gave it to me right before the show, it's and my I couldn't eat it fast it's enough. It's a good luck charm. I think we do it before each show because it feels it feels good. <laughs> How was your weekend? My weekend was yes. great. Okay. Um, we had some big news in the Hager household. We have a new member of our family. May I introduce you to Hollywood Hager? Wait, Holly came? Hollywood Hager is here. Um, and she's a she's a cat. Yeah, of course. We we uh, Santa brought Mila a cat for Christmas. Did she? Wait, you didn't tell me about the moment she she got oh. it. What was, was? Did she just? She melt? couldn't believe it. Yeah. Yeah. And she she couldn't believe it, and she's the best cat mother you've ever seen. It's like the the litter box is in her bathroom. Dual dual Wait, dual what? toilets. <laughs> the food is in her room, but I'm a little tired because <laughs> cats or kittens are very small. Yeah, I, yeah. y'all should have a picture of Hollywood, but I don't know where yeah. he is. Okay, kittens are quite little. Teeny. And last night, what happened before bed? What happened? It was around eight o'clock. Holly could not be found anywhere. <gasps> Holly was missing all night long. <gasps> I was up here, kitty, kitty, kitty. I mean, every on the hour, wait, every hour. Wait, was was Mila freaking? Mila cried herself cried. to sleep. Yeah, yeah. Finally yeah, went to bed. Yeah, yeah. But guess who was freaking? Who? Me. Who? All <laughs> night, I so convinced myself. Everywhere. I, with the phone, first at eleven thirty. I mean, yeah. I went to bed, but I never fell asleep. Then everywhere, everywhere. Finally, this morning, wait, I got up at four thirty because <gasps> I was like, Holly's dead. <laughs> And we're going to start to smell a bad stench. And then what are we going to be able to do? I'm going to have to tell Mila. And this morning in the pantry, she was locked all night long. She was locked in there. She was locked. But I fed her. I put her in her litter box. I put her on On Mila. Mila. So did Mila wake? You didn't hear yet, but she probably was like so relieved. She's so relieved. relieved. And And I am so relieved. I'm sorry that there's no picture of my kitten, but maybe one day. 
Well, one day there will be, but I, I can only imagine how good Mila. Mila's been wanting this cat. I know. There's something about wanting something for a long yes, time. Yes, and some, not getting it. And not getting it yet. I mean, she's I, almost 10. She's been wanting it since she was two. What? How come you waited so long? Well, Why did you Because I couldn't take on that responsibility. Yeah. <laughs> I stayed up all night last night. Well, and you're allergic snored, to cats. And I'm allergic. But you so still I love them. take a zero attack. Yeah, they're the forbidden fruit. All right. So, um... So Harry has been out speaking about his new memoir that's out. Yes. It's called Spare. Um, he's on this huge press tour. He's gone to everywhere, basically, yeah, all minutes. around, 60 minutes, all around. And um, it's a lot about the brother dynamic, which I find interesting because he says he calls his brother like he says, like they're they're super close. But he also calls him. There is arch nemesis, yeah. which I found interesting wording because, you know, it's so I mean, everyone's been in fights with their brother or sister and, and we all can remember them. There are some words that you remember that you just don't forget. Yeah. And you just don't. And you're like, how could you have said that? And you try to unring it. I didn't mean it. I was just mad. Blah, 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 blah. But you wonder how that relationship gets resolved because he keeps saying, I want to resolve my relationship. But sometimes you know, yeah. when stuff is put out there, it's hard to say, okay, especially if it's not just between the two. Yes. But it's, you know. Well, I think it's like, you know, it's, it's sort of hard to relate because they're yeah, royalty. But but imagine if you and your sister, or pretend Barbara and I were in a fight, and mm-hmm. instead of calling her mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. saying, listen, like, that hurt my feelings. Right, that was, yeah. Let's get to the bottom of this. Yeah. I went and told, like, all of her yeah, friends. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, then they all know, and she's sort of in the dark. There's something about that that it can be really tricky. And I also think, tr- mm. you know, the truth, like writing a memoir is an interesting thing. And I've thought about this before. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you include? Because sometimes you're telling your story, mm-hmm. and your story also is the story of others. Yes, yes. And I've actually, like, asked people, like, is this fair? Right. You know, because I want to make sure. It. Right. That this, because, yeah, because everybody has their own truth. Right. It's how you, there was Patty uh, Davis, Davis, who is Ronald Reagan's daughter, wrote an op-ed this weekend, which was circulating around. And I read it. in the New York Times. Yeah. Yeah, It was fascinating. And she talks a lot about, um, she did the same thing, basically. She wrote a memoir. She felt, she put it out there. She felt about her dad, Ronald Reagan. She felt horrible at her mom, Nancy Reagan. And she talks about how she had a chance to apologize to him near the end. But she talked about one of the things she would have done if she had given herself another chance is she would have been quiet, she said. Not because her truth wasn't important, but because sometimes you need perspective to pull back. Because these are blood relationships that you know, have withstood the test of time. Yes, I know. It was a very interesting op-ed because mm-hmm. it was saying, you know, she she has been in a similar position, spoke her truth, then regretted, regretted it. it. This is an interesting thing. There, there's a lot being made about the they had a physical fight. Yeah. You know, um, William, uh, he's, Harry says, hit him, and then yeah. he lands on the dog bowl and all that. <laughs> why, why did you have to? Just the dog, uh, just the dog bowl. The dog bowl. But here, anyway, it says, Prince William has, I'm sure, this is from Patty, this is from her ed- uh, editorial, Prince William has, I'm sure, his own take on the physical fight that Harry described. To really understand the dynamic between the brothers, to broaden the story and make it more complete, William's truth has to be considered as well. Harry has written that after William hit him, William told Harry to hit him back, which he declined to do. But by writing about the fight, he's done exactly that. It's just another way to kind of 
fight back, yes. I think, in that way. It's sad, so, you know? Yeah. It's really sad because I think they these brothers, I mean, my sister, I can't even mm-hmm. imagine mm-hmm. a world without her, you know? And, you know, he kind of describes their relationship as not close, so close after all, because you don't know. I know, well, that's the other thing. That was the other thing. It was like, why well, you always assumed they were besties yeah. they were together. And then he sort of says, well, actually, he went to school and, kind, you know, the older brother kind yeah. of minding his own business. And I went to school here. And then I'm sure after their mom passed, it was hard. It was harder to do yeah. that. And yeah, I know one. that's the, that's like the thing that is so interesting is we don't know what's happening in people's lives yeah. just because a picture says yeah. something. Yes. It may not be indeed, true. Indeed. Indeed. All right. Um, okay. So there's some big news today. Huge. It's no. It's huge. It's really huge. big. Mark your calendar. Okay. Actually, just everybody do this with me. Get out your phone. Okay. I don't have mine, so I'm going to get okay. out yours. Take mine. Get out yours. Okay. Get out your phone and go to where you get your podcast. Yep. Where could that be? That could be Spotify. That Sometimes could be it's Apple. Just the, the purple button. The purple, purple button. button. Oh, or you can just scan scan that. So just go ahead and scan it. Yeah. And you are going to be in for an incredible treat because it's season three of Hoda's hit podcast, Making Space. Let me tell you something. We have a guest on today named Mel Robbins, and she said something that was kind of life-changing for me. Um, We don't sleep with our phones right next to our bed, but when I used to and when I did, she said, imagine this. Your phone alarm goes off. You open your eyes. It's time to start the day. You pick up your phone. And the first things that are on there are alerts. Yeah. Oh, my God. What happened in Brazil? Oh, my God. What yeah. happened at Prince? Oh, my God. My Packers lost. Okay. <laughs> so before you even have a chance to settle yourself, to greet the day, to get your feet on the yeah, ground. to pray, to do whatever it is. Exactly. Bigger. Before any prayer or meditation, you're already bombarded. You're already on defense. You're already tired. You're ar- and you have not even started yet. So there, her advice is just put it down, do your thing, and then go. I also have Winona Judd on. Yes. And she was very profound. She shared um, how faith played a role in her life. Take a listen. What about the, the faith piece of your life, which is, I think, a big, it's like a huge part of your life. It may be most of your life. But how has that been playing for you during Boy, this difficult time? The faith piece for me is, God, it's so much better when you realize, oh, there's a higher power and I'm not it. But I swear to you, the older I get, the more I need God because of just circumstance of yeah, I mean, she is so profound about her faith. That was just a little snippet, but yeah. there's so much that she has to offer in terms of also just practical advice for people going through a loss like she lost her mom. This is like. the perfect time for your yeah. podcast to yeah. come out because I feel like people are starting their morning yes. routines. Yes, yes, They're yes, thinking yes, yes. about what they ingest, yes. not just what you, you know, it says surround yourself with good people, but also think about what you put into your yes, mind, your, your body your and mind. your body, put yep. in some good stuff. Good stuff. So get um, making space. It drops every Monday. I think there's two that drop today. today, two today. Yep. Awesome. All right. Coming up, stay right there. We're about to announce where we're heading. We're taking our show on the road. Oh my gosh. And guess what? What? You can come along come. too. We'll tell you how right after this. So get up. Hey guys, Willie Geist here, reminding you to check out the Sunday Sit-Down Podcast. On this week's episode, I get together with Chris Pine to talk about a career that has taken him from Star Trek to Wonder Woman, and now the new film he wrote, directed, and stars in called Pool Man. You can get our conversation for free wherever you download your podcasts. Join Hoda Kotfi for a brand new season of her podcast, Making Space. 
For season five, I am making space to talk to people who are providing a sense of hope and inspiration when life changes course. Uplifting conversations with inspiring individuals like NFL legend Drew Brees, singer-songwriter Ziggy Marley, and today's show co-anchor Savannah Guthrie as you have never heard her before. I found faith more viscerally, not because the bad thing didn't happen, but because it did. I promise you, like me, will leave these conversations with some wisdom for your own journey, empowered and inspired to make space in your own life. New episodes of Making Space with Hoda Kotb are released every Wednesday. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts. We plan to have a lot of fun in 2023, and that is going to include going on some epic adventures. Okay, so it's time to kick off our new series. Hoda and Jenna's <laughs> Trippin'. Yeah, we're going to share. take this show on the road. Donna's going to spin this magic wheel, and she's going to reveal where we are headed first. Thank you, Jordan. Hi, okay. Hi, ladies. I can't wait for this. Oh, my God. I love Here we go. go. Are you okay. ready? We're All right. And drum roll, please, for the big reveal. Hold on. We are going to... oldest cities. We're going for something called the Quebec Winter Carnival. It is the largest winter carnival in the entire world. It features events like snow sculpting, competitions, (laughs) ice canoe racing, and so much more. How exciting is that? We're going to also get to explore the city's quaint streets. We're going to eat delicious food. (gasps) Gorgeous that is. How much like Europe? Okay, we're going to chat with amazing guests, and we're going to go on some fun adventures. Maybe we're going to do the polar plunge there. Okay, you know what? Now you're pushing it there. Okay, but here's the best part, guys. We would love it if you would join us. We are so excited. Thanks to our sponsor, Bonjour Quebec. We're kicking off a contest for one lucky viewer and a guest to come along. Not only will our winner get to visit the show, they're going to also enjoy a four-day, three-night stay at what? the Fairmont Chateau Frontenac in Princess Grace of Mon- in the Princess of Grace of Monaco, Monaco suite. suite. Oh man, that's fancy. That is a beautiful suite. That means you're going to get access to the Fairmont Gold Lounge, VIP concierge. And butler service. Wow. Come on. The winner's also going to get a five-course dinner at the Champlain Restaurant. The trip includes round-trip airfare for two from Air Canada. Okay, so here's how it works. All you have to do is submit a fun, creative video, 60 seconds or less. Or less. That showcase why you want to come to this winter wonderland with us and our staffer, one of the most creative, Sean. He actually put one together for us. Let's take a look. Hold on, Jenna, I have a big problem. It's been so warm this winter, and I haven't been able to wear half of all of the gorgeous warm clothing items that I have. I mean, look at these coats. I have so many coats, and they're so warm. I mean, look at this trench. I just gotta go like this. And all the accessories, too. I mean, this, all the scarves, mittens. I have this ridiculous hat, and, and this stole. I mean, can you cue the graphics now? Don't I look great? Don't I look like you want to hang out with me in a winter wonderland? Oh my God, Sean, Sean, you're in. You're going in. Sean, anyway, you can probably. come. Oh, 
Oh, you're I'm not right, going. Is that, well, maybe we'll pick you, Sean. Yeah. I'm not sure. All right. So to submit your video, do it. Come with us. It'll be fun. Head to HodaAndJenna.com, and we might show your video on the show. Very cool. Coming up next, we loved her on that 70s show. Yeah, how Deborah Joe Rupp is heading to the 90s. She's going to tell us all about reuniting with the original cast. We're looking forward to it right after this. Deborah Joe Rupp has appeared in some of our favorite TV shows over the years, like Friends and Seinfeld. But you might know her best for playing Kitty Foreman on eight seasons of that 70s show. Well, Kitty is back in the new Netflix reboot, <laughs> that 90s show. Can you imagine it's been 16 years? Like, does that register with you? I think it's been longer. Has it? I think so. How long? I think, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Honestly, I've been laying on the couch for three years, you know, just during the pandemic, eating Doritos. <laughs> All the Edos. Yes. And it's truth. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that 70s show is one of those shows Mm -hmm. that kind of was in the the fabric of our culture. We Mm -hmm. all watched it. We all loved it. What was it like to be Mm -hmm. on set for that? Well, I didn't know it was 70s when I took the job. I I really, I did the audition as like a normal person. (laughs) And, And when I saw all the avocado appliances and then I saw the hairdo that I had, I went, oh, I have missed something very big here. <laughs> and and then I and then it was easier because it was kind of my I, I was kind of the age of the kids during the 70s, uh, a little bit older, uh-huh. but not much. So it was my mother. Kitty became my mother oh. on a good day. Like on a good day. You know. A really good day. Yeah, really good day. Yeah. She's very cheerful. And she has a very obnoxious laugh. And I got stuck with it. I, I just got I did it have once in the pilot and I got yeah. stuck with it. Yeah. I do have it. You do? You do. Do you want to hear okay. it? Yes. yes. We do. Okay. <laughs> it is so annoying. It's so annoying. Is that really your mom's laugh? Well, a little, a little, well, when she was drunk, but you know, I incorporated everything. So, you know, know, there are so many memorable scenes. There was one scene, of course, when Mila Kunis uh, had to kiss Ashton Kutcher on the set for the first time. And she came to you for some guidance. What did you tell her? I had none for her. (laughs) I just said, basically, I just said, well, you know, he's cute. (laughs) He's cute. And she goes, I I know, but I had, and I said, well, he's cute. I mean, it could be worse. So I sent her on her way. I am not a mother. You know, that's not my job. I, I, you know. You're sort of like, had you known they were going to end up together with two children, you might have had some more profound advice, right? I was, I was stunned. I was just, I mean, I was stunned and just really, really happy. I mean, I was just, I'm so proud of all of them. I'm so proud of them. You know, they're good people. They're what was it like being back again with them? That must yeah, have been something. T- all these cameos. Yes. Well, I cried. Yeah. I mean, I just cried. That's when I became the mother. I just cried. Um, what was Like it? for a week, I yeah. cried. Uh, you know, they're kind of grown up, but they're, I mean, they did this for us, too. You know? Yeah. They are very generous people, and and it was... I, I really felt like everybody fell back into their place. Yeah, you know? It was like, we're the like, mom and dad. You're the kid. Just like in a family. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Did you take anything from the set? Yeah. Or did you take oh, everything? Oh, when we ended? Yeah. yeah. I took everything. <laughs> I, like, took everything. I had a problem saying goodbye, apparently. <laughs> I didn't know it at the time. But when they called and said, the art department called and said, do you have? And I went, what do you want? Because I have it. It's in my basement. 
What do you want? I have the blue grapes that were on the coffee table. I have the cheese grater lights. No, those you cheese took those too? Oh, I took, you took the light fixture. I took the light fixture, the whole thing. My dog all. ate part of it, so we couldn't use it. But, you know, I have it. Yeah. In your basement tucked away. I have everything. Oh, my God. Everything. So funny. Are, by the way, you're so innately funny. Did you always oh. want to act when you were a little girl? Yeah. You did? I did. Did, did your parents, parents yeah. support no. that? Oh, no, no, no. No, 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 no. What did they you? do? Look at you right now. Oh, Look wow. at this. Look at this pit shot. <laughs> Where did you get that? <laughs> oh, my God. What that was happening there. Well, See, that's why I can't wear 70s clothes. Did you see those? <laughs> yeah, I did. Those, those are supposed to be bell bottoms. I have no limbs. So, so like, the bell starts at my knee and goes, I mean, come on. But you, so your parents were, they did, what did they want you to do? Pretty much anything else. <laughs> and what, they even so they, influenced your college choice? Yeah. Well, I... I was kind of a good girl. I mean, basically, I wanted to get out of the house. Yeah. So I would have gone anywhere. And <laughs> and so I went to a college that did not have a theater department. And I thought, oh, all right, I'm out of the house. Yeah. How bad can this be? I'll find a play somewhere. Yeah. And then the summer that I was going to start, two things happened. We walked on the moon. Wow. And... Um, that college started a theater department, <gasps> and my father got the letter, oh, and he opened it, and he just threw it on the kitchen table and walked out of the room. <laughs> and I was like, okay. You were like, here I go. By the way, did yeah. they get to see your success? <laughs> what? Did your parents get to see any of your success? Um, I got to Broadway, so that was my, my big thing. I was a very late bloomer. Mm-hmm. Um, I took acting classes for forever yeah. just to do it. Um, and then opening night of Broadway, my, my dad passed away. Oh. But that's when I moved to L.A. I, I you know, wow. you know, the trouble of saying goodbye. Yeah. So I moved to L.A. at 40, uh, thinking that I, you know, I should go to Hollywood yeah. as an actress at 40. Yeah. How cool work. is and that? And, and now look, and look at look, it. It's working. It, it, Otis it, says it, it, gets, it gets better it's la- get greater greater later. later. It gets greater later. That's and look the at theme. this. Right? It does, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah. I'm going to use that. Okay, you can. Yeah, you can. Because she stole it from somebody else, too. Yeah, okay, so that 90 show premieres on Netflix January the 19th. So much fun. Thank you. Deborah Joe. People will be watching. I can promise you that. Coming up next, Egypt Sherrard and Mike Jackson are going to show you how to create custom decor for your home without the high price tag right after this. Okay, why don't you love doing this? I know. You're so All right, when you hear the word custom, we tend to think about high and expensive, high prices, expensive stuff, but it doesn't have to be that No, it doesn't. Egypt Sherrod and Mike Jackson are experts in customizing and renovating living spaces. The husband and wife team help families create, I don't know how y'all do this together, help families create dream homes Uh on their HGTV series, Married to Real Estate. And today, they have some ideas for us. Hi. Hey, how are we? I got the fusion memo. You look adorable. Oh, see, I was in there with it too. Okay. Let's customize guys, because we always think that everything is super pricey. We're talking about customizing a console. I yes. know. Yeah. Well, what we have here is a beloved piece of furniture. Yeah. We mm-hmm. all have one, maybe something that was passed down or we yeah. just can't do without. But now we want to modernize it, elevate it, bring it into the now. Mm-hmm. Okay. All I did was get a piece of quartz, have it cut, 
put on the top here, and it gave it this elevated look for a few hundred bucks. Yeah. All I did was put it on. Okay. Wait, okay. <laughs> right, now where? Do, how do you do you how do you you go to like a um, stone working place? Like where do you get this from? A, a lot of places. You could get them from. Well, he your likes lo- to go to your local slab yard, slab right? Pad. They have tons of options you can choose from. But for to cut your costs. Go to a surplus store, That's and they oh, have really? extra pieces in their yard that you can get for, for a lot secure less. It, is it? Is there some trick to securing it properly? So, because of the weight of it, you can literally just place it on there. Oh, you don't? Yeah. Okay. You don't have to. You don't have to. Mm-hmm. But you do secure the cabinets. Yeah. Okay? If you have more than one piece. Yeah. Well, here's what I'll tell you. We actually have done this on our show where I waterfall the side. Oh, let's mm-hmm. see that. I think we have a and, yeah, we have, picture we have a of picture that. of doing it. It looks fantastic. Look at this. There it so is. So these were actually kitchen cabinets we had left over Wait, in storage. What? Mike yeah. bolted the cabinets together, anchored them to the wall. Now you do. If you're going to waterfall yeah. it, you want to anchor it yeah. back. Yeah. And now, I mean, you couldn't tell me that wasn't a custom now, piece that looks- of maybe a $7,000 price tag. How much, tag. Is, how much what, does this go for? How much would this piece go for about? You could, you could get this piece for under 200 bucks. Okay. Yes. All right. Let's, Easy, right? let's go over here. All right. Now, the glass table. So we're taking what's a desk and just adding a glass for top that kind of elevates it. It yes. doesn't It doesn't even have to be a desk, though. If you have a piece of furniture mm-hmm. and you want to protect it, that's yeah. the idea yeah. here. Mm-hmm. So you don't put something on it that welts the furniture, like some husbands who like to leave drinks on the side. Uh, hot no, coffee. Not talk. Hot no, no. no. Her side. It's her side. It's her side. <laughs> but, but now more and more people are working from home and yeah. they're turning pieces of furniture into right. sort of a yeah. makeshift. Right. You can put Saves a piece it. of glass on top. It totally protects now, it. Now, here's the key, though. Make huh. sure it's tempered glass. Okay. What, what does that glass? mean? Tempered what? glass. It's a different type of glass that protects and not crack. It doesn't oh. crack. Okay, it's you not put regular glass on there. Okay. Oh. If you want to be more cost effective, you could also just use a piece of plexiglass. Or acrylic, oh, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. You could. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. I'm just right. Right. It depends on what works All right, for let's you. talk custom mirrors. mirrors. You made this? Yes. Come so, on. Antiqued mirrors are totally in. It's a nice way to add a vintage touch mm-hmm. to something that feels a little too modern and yeah. you want to customize a bit. So let me show you what I did over okay, here. Come on. I'm going to tell you everything. Okay, so you just start with a normal mirror. Well, we like to now do focal walls, where oh, okay. the entire wall is mirrored. Oh, I know. Gorgeous. I'll come do it at your house. Yeah. Okay, come. But, but if you were to pay for that and have a pro come in, you're going to pay thousands of dollars. Okay. Yeah. A lot. All of these materials here cost 25 bucks okay. max. Mm-hmm. And you can do this at home. Anybody can yeah. do it. You have a little bit of vinegar water. Okay. You spray the glass mm-hmm. with the vinegar water. Which kind of adds the dots. It adds the yeah. dots. Then you're going to use your silver okay. metallic spray mm-hmm. first. You spray the edges lightly and then a little bit you don't get right up on it because then it's just going to be so just far away let it dry for 45 minutes then you hit it a little bit with the gold Mm -hmm. you hit it a little bit with the black let it dry now it's going to look crazy on one side yeah and you're going to say Egypt why did you tell me to do this but the other side when you flip it it, you get this antique look that's gorgeous by the way she did as a project on the show how fun you are good (laughs) All right, let's go to one of Hoda's favorite looks the leaning milk Mirror. The leaning mirror. Can anyone? I, I have a couple of them just propped up in the house that I just lean up against. Well, that could be dangerous, well, though. Yes, so, well, Mike, tell them how to do it right. Yes, well, come so on, Mike. Here's the thing you definitely want to anchor them to the wall. Yours is anchored. Okay. No, it's not. No, she figured it's heavy. Let's just lean it. Which a lot of people do, but yeah. it's safe to anchor it to the okay, wall. Okay, how, how do you do that? How do you do that? Especially and, if you have well, kids. Well, you can put it to the back with some anchor screws okay. and anchor hooks, right? Okay. But I created this. With some trim. You made this? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Wow. So talented. And, and he's taken. He's married. No ideas. No ideas. <laughs> okay. With a Craig pocket hole jig set. Okay. Right? This is what I did. Created the pocket holes, screwed them together, yeah. buttoned them together. And on the back of it is the mirror. 
You lay the mirror on top of it, give it about two inches of okay. lay, and then you want to get some mirror clips to keep oh, the mirror from okay. falling off, okay? Hold on a second. Well, can I do this? I'm going <laughs> to have to throw my other one out. Yes. You can do it. I'm going to For a fraction of a cost, because usually these leaning mirrors are expensive. Are very expensive. They're big. But you can get this done for at least 100 to $200. Y'all are y'all so inspiring. So good. You're rela- I don't even I don't <laughs> know how y'all do it. <laughs> we need yes. relationship advice. A new series of Married to Real Estate premieres this Thursday night on HGTV. Yes. And you can also stream it on Discovery+. Plus. Got to do it. All right, coming up next, how do you get your kids to to listen, we're going to get advice and help you reset your parenting style coming up yeah. after this. Kids don't listen. I know. That's going to be a whole system. I know. I know. I want to be here for that. Alpha One Niner, commence Wi-Fi device checklist. Laptops on. TVs streaming. Game console consoling. Smart thermostat set for cuddle time. Doorbell camera. Oh, my package is here. Fast, reliable, able to power tons of devices inside your home at once. All systems go. You are clear for takeoff. This is Xfinity Internet, Wi-Fi built to wow. And watch the short film, The Aviators, now playing at Xfinity.com. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Hi, everyone. I'm Jenna Bush Hager from Today with Hoda and Jenna and the Read with Jenna book club. There's nothing I love more than sharing my favorite reads with all of you, except maybe talking to the exceptional authors behind these stories. And that's what I'll be doing on my podcast, Read with Jenna. I'll be introducing you to some of my favorite writers. These conversations will leave you feeling inspired and entertained. To start listening, just search Read with Jenna wherever you get your podcasts. All right, so lately we have been having some really interesting discussions in the makeup room about parenting, and it turns out some of the parents on our staff had the same kind of questions yeah, we had. I mean, it's like the new year, time to reset. We've just been with our kids for two weeks straight. So we're all going to reset our parenting, and here to help is pediatric psychologist and parent coach Anne Louise Lockhart. Anne Louise, you're here right on time. Yes. Yeah. You're here right on time because we've been talking about this. One thing that Hoda and I both are trying to get with our kids is like to go up and say, Hey, nice to meet you. I'm Poppy Hager. Look people in the eye. Teach them that. What do we, but there are also now it's all about boundaries and you don't know whether or not you should. So what's the right way to approach that? So I think that's a really tricky one, right? Because people label kids or you're the shy one. So then, you know, Mm-hmm. And we have to really educate our kids on what their temperament and their personality is so that they really understand, like, who they are and mm-hmm. what they feel comfortable with. Yeah. So that if we notice that they're not going up to people and they're not speaking up, then we can say, hey, I noticed that when we go out in public or when we go to these people, you don't feel comfortable. You know, tell, tell me, me what's more. going on. Tell yeah. me more about what's going on. So that way you understand where they're coming but from. should they ever have to step out of their comfort zone? Because sometimes in, in settings, life. in life, yeah, that's something that they should know. Yes, definitely. But I think that's where practicing and role-playing yeah, comes in. Totally. Okay? Because good. lots of kids, they don't have the social skills that they used mm-hmm. to, honestly. So sometimes just role-playing with you as a parent or with a sibling or with a good friend can come in really handy yeah. so that That's they can understand idea. how to do it. Yeah. Hal had to go to a, to a school visit, um, my little three-year-old, mm-hmm. and I practiced over and over, and it was fun. You know, I was the principal. Hey, nice to meet you. I'm yes. Hal. And I have to, and it, my husband thought I was insane, but I was like, have you not seen Daniel Tiger? Yeah. There's something about making kids feel yes. safe and yes. seen before yes. they yes. do yes. something. Okay. Um, here is another dilemma. Mm-hmm. Uh, one mom is getting a lot of heat on Twitter for not wanting to play with her children. 
Okay. This is a hard one. She and said she'll one. feed them, she'll love them, but she doesn't want to play she'll on the floor. Them, she'll yeah, do she's things. not in the mood. She don't like and. to play games. Yes. So I get that question a lot as a parent coach. Uh, parents are like, I think playing with my kid is not fun. It's boring. <laughs> I, I think I if we're like honest, it, it yeah. depends. Yeah. Like I like competitive things like, yeah. like Uno. Uno is right. fun. But some <laughs> parents don't find it fun to play trucks no, on the I floor know. with their two year old, yeah. right? So what should we So do? I think there's a variety. So I think we have to remember that our kids, their language is play. They communicate what they need, what they want mm, through playing, just yeah. like we do it through talking. Mm-hmm. So understand how your kid likes to communicate, how they like to use imaginative play and what they enjoy, mm, and then bringing them into your world. So maybe you can introduce them to some of the stuff that you enjoy playing. Oh, that's, 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 that's a good idea. Right? All right. We've got some staffer questions. This yes. is a big one. The first one is about discipline. It's from our producer, Carrie. Take a look. My question is, when your children do something wrong... What is the best way to discipline them where they're actually learning a lesson and learning from their mistakes? Yeah, that's a good How question. Do do that's that? a great question. So I think people often confuse discipline and punishment with one another. Mm-hmm. Punishment is about making something as painful or miserable as possible so your kid doesn't do it again. Does it work? Absolutely. But they're not learning anything. Right. Discipline is about teaching. Okay. And when we teach them, we have to remember that if a child is doing something that we don't want them to do, Maybe they don't have the skill set or the knowledge to do things differently. So we teach them. So if they are impulsive or they're dysregulated with their emotions, they're not, you know, handling things properly like disappointment, we teach them how to handle those things. We do it with them. We help them walk through it. So that way we can teach them. So I think it's always about finding out what is going on behind the behavior Mm -hmm. and then meeting the need that drives the behavior, and then that behavior will improve. Yeah, what if it's like a meltdown in, in public yeah. over and over or something like that? Because sometimes they don't know. It's they just don't like, know. So, right. So meltdowns and tantrums can yeah. be very different. It, it could feel the same and yeah. totally miserable. But tantrums are about wanting to get something. So I want that toy that you're yeah. not getting me yeah, in the yeah. store. Meltdowns are about their nervous system being off balance. Oh. And we do it all yeah, the time totally. with adults, right? So you have a really you're a la- so you should let the kid you let melt. It, right. Let melt. You let them melt because let it's melt. about regulating their system. Okay. It feels miserable and it can be embarrassing, but you help them through it and you process it after the fact. Yeah. That's that's super smart. Okay, one more question yes. from our writer Raina. Take a take a listen. I have two middle schoolers and I find that I have to yell at them just to get them to help me out. So how do I apologize for yelling at them because I don't like to raise my voice, but also get them to help me out? Yeah. Okay. Great question and very common dilemma. So yelling is about, uh, is the punishment piece. And yelling really impacts the child's nervous system. Once mm-hmm. again, it feels like a threat. Mm-hmm. And yelling has just replaced spanking for many people mm-hmm. in, in that instance. So really, when you mess up, you repair. Because we will mess up. Yeah. I'm a parent coach. I'm a psychologist. And I mess up as well, mm-hmm. too. So it's about really repairing and saying, hey, when I yelled at you, I'm really sorry. I was feeling really tired. I'm not making any excuses. I apologize for the way that I responded to you. Please mm-hmm. forgive me. We don't want to say, sorry that you made me yell. Yeah, Because totally. that's not an apology. Yeah. Yeah. And, but, but how should she get them to, to pitch in? Yeah. So, really, again, finding out what's going on behind the behavior. Like, what, what is going on that a child is not pitching in, that they're not helping out? How can we help engage them? And maybe it's a chore that they would love to do instead. And so really dividing up the tasks and saying like, hey, y'all, this, these are things that need to get done. Mm-hmm. How can we help? Which one with will the you be in? Yeah, because yeah. yeah. I've done it with my okay. kids who are 10 and 12. And they've said, oh, I love cleaning the toilets. 
And I like doing they, the countertops. They, wait, they love cleaning my the toilet? says she loves cleaning toilets. Okay. okay. Well, like, you, uh, you got to get to know then, your kids because you, you go, can't make right? assumptions. Right, exactly. All right, thank, thank you, so thank you, really Anne Louise. <laughs> You're welcome. Coming up next, she's a former Wall Street whiz who took her money to TikTok. Yeah, she did. Vivian, too, she shares her smart financial tips, including how to make sure you're getting paid what you deserve. Coming up right after this. All right, a few years ago, Wall Street trader Vivian Tu decided to leave the financial world and take her knowledge to TikTok. It was a good idea because now nearly 4 million followers later, Vivian is better known as your rich BFF. I love it. Vivian, this is such a cool thing. You took all of this advice that you've garnered over your career, put it on TikTok. And I think let's start with the first thing. It's an oldie but a goodie. It's how the best way to budget. What's your advice? Totally. I think people think a budget means super restrictive and that makes them not want to do it. But my favorite budgeting strategy is the 50-30-20 method. Mm -hmm. Essentially, you break out all of your expenses. 50% goes to needs. So things like your rent, your mortgage, groceries. 20% goes to saving, investing, and paying down debt. And 30% goes towards wants. That's going to the nail salon, getting drinks with friends, and going out to a restaurant. Do you ever cut that 20 down? You know, like if you're trying to be super lean, can you change those figures around? Certainly. That's 50, 30, 20 is amazing because it's just a guideline. You don't have to hit those exact numbers. If you are able to lower your needs Mm -hmm. and wants in the 50 and the 30 category, you can add more to saving and investing. So many people are out there in the job market looking for jobs. And sometimes you wonder, how do I get noticed? How can my resume be different from somebody else's is there something you should be doing to your resume to make it stand out? 100%. Most people are applying for jobs on like a job finder or a LinkedIn, yeah. and you're not going to get noticed that way. I highly recommend before applying for any job, get a referral. And I yes. know everyone's probably thinking like, I don't, I don't know, know anyone. Yeah, yeah. Like, how am I going to get one of these? You don't have to know anyone. You can easily reach out cold to people who have similar jobs to what you're interested in on LinkedIn. But if you don't feel comfortable doing that, there's also a site called refer.me. Essentially, you have candidates as well as referrers. And what that means is the candidates can upload their resumes and let people know, hey, I'm interested in working at these companies and doing these types of jobs. And then the referrers can check out the resumes, pass them on as referrals. And the best part is the candidate gets their do- their foot in the door and the referrer can get a cash bonus if that person gets hired. Oh, that's oh, brilliant. interesting. Brilliant. That's really interesting. Yeah. Okay, let's do what you do best. One of the things you're known for in TikTok mm-hmm. is to give some advice from the super successful. Yeah. The first thing you say is you can actually give your kids, so anybody that's a parent out there, the financial leg up before they can even walk. That seems crazy. Yeah, uh, definitely. <laughs> so uh, most of us, when we first think about credit, it's when we're like 18, mm-hmm. we're off to college, yeah. we're like looking at an apartment. But rich people, and if you can do this at home as well, if you're just a very savvy person and pay your credit card bill on time, you can add your child as an authorized user to your credit card, and they can essentially leech off of your good credit. And every time you pay, that helps to build their credit history. So by the time they get to 18, they've got a credit score in the high 700s, low 800s. They're going to qualify for any apartment, any sort of great travel perk credit card that they want. I've never thought of that. Well, that's why you do so well on TikTok. Wow, you're amazing. This is incredible. I can't believe that you don't have a career on Wall Street, but you have a more lucrative career on TikTok. (laughs) It tells you everything. It's amazing. Thank you so much. We appreciate you. Thanks. Thanks, Thank you so much. And we'll be back right after this. 
know you've been wondering. Oh, well, we got pictures have. of the cat. Yes, they have. Where is Hollywood Hager? There she is. That's her. Oh, Meet cute. Holly. All right. All tomorrow, right. our pal Steve Harvey's going to swing by and say hi. Last, Theo James and Megan Ferry from the White Lotus. We will see y'all on Tuesday because... Today is Monday. I knew you were going to say That it. means tomorrow is Tuesday. Hello, parents, homeschoolers, and teachers. Trusty narrator here from the Who Smarted podcast. Our 15-minute episodes are perfect for car rides, bedtime, break time, class time, or any time. We make learning science and history fun and funny for 7 to 11-year-olds with new episodes every week. Look for Who Smarted on any podcast platform or at whosmarted.com. And teachers get a free subscription to our ad-free version by clicking educators at whosmarted.com.